Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It's now the 10th day of June 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Well, there was a big day in baseball in terms of the draft. I did a whole thing about the Padres the other day about what this draft could mean to them because they, you know, they have a front office that's in trouble, but they also have three draft picks that they can pick up. Well, let me tell you something. The, the mock drafts, some of the mock drafts I was looking at, some of the analysis and everything, they may have been going by the best talent at this point or the other, but man, the, the order that, that they got was, was uh, let's just say it wasn't exactly what I was reading. Um, the first pick overall went to Mickey Moniak of which is all sorts of on the money. You know, you've got money at the top of it. You're going to get all sorts of money uh, puns that you can put with him. Uh, Nick Senzel, the guy who I was thought the Padres were going to try to draft, went number two overall. <clears throat> One of the things that was happening, you know, it could be because you have a certain amount of slot money or something like that, but you saw that the order of which some of the top picks weren't going, the number one overall, A.J. Puck, Puk, Puck, is that how you pronounce it? Was the number one pick for a bunch of people. He went six to Oakland. That was interesting. But the Padres did do the thing that I thought would be really, really ris- risky, which was they drafted Cal Quantrill, the strangely named Cal Quantrill, Cal went to Stanford, um, who has had Tommy John surgery, is an injury risk, but they are going for it. So this is a big, they, they did it. They pulled the trigger on this risky pick. It's from everything it sounds like, if it works out, they got themselves a potential top-tier starter. And if it doesn't, they'll take the number eight pick overall, and if it flops, the owner could say, you use the number eight pick overall on a guy who already had Tommy John surgery. So they are going for upside and going for broke on that. Uh, by the way, in case you're keeping score at home, uh, the other two picks that the Padres went for were Hudson Sanchez and Eric Lauer. Um, they said the, the MLB.com's analysis of this said it was the biggest surprise of the first round. Uh, Hudson Sanchez, who's a high school shortstop, they said that they was not he was more of a third round pick in their mock drafts, and the Padres drafted him. Um, it's interesting, and they, they you can't accuse them of playing it safe. You know, probably the safe thing would have been take your three picks, pick three college players who will be up in the major leagues before you know it, and you can say, ah, look at that, we're turning things around. Instead, they drafted a guy who had Tommy John surgery, a guy who was, probably could have been available in the second round, and then another high school, or no, no uh, Eric Lauer was a college pick, and you know one of the things they said is he might be the first college starter in this draft to reach the big leagues because he's super polished. So I guess in that sense, they did go for a super safe pick that would make them say, ah, see, we're turning it around. It's already a good draft for us. So anyway, we'll see what happens. You know, the kid, uh, Delvin Perez, who was supposed to be a uh, top 10 
pick, and then he uh, failed a drug test before the draft, fell all the way down to number 23. What teams picked him? That would be the St. Louis Cardinals, because that's who they are. They had three picks out of the first 34 picks. They said, oh, this top 10-tier pick failed a drug test? We'll, we'll pick him. And watch, he'll become a superstar. And they'll look it up and say, God, how do they get him? How do they get these players? Like, yeah, yeah. Because they draft because they're the damn Cardinals. That's what they do. You know, the people who go on Twitter, the people who go online complaining about picks, I really, really have to, to be afraid for your safety. I have to be afraid for your sanity. Because, you know, these are these are picks that these are players who aren't gonna be around for you know three, four, five years. So how can you yell at them at this point? How do you know? What you gotta do is say, all right, we'll see. I mean, this is why, you know, and I did a thing where you look back at a draft from a, from a few years ago and it looked like, you know, some teams really busted and some teams really didn't. But you know, I'm not gonna go through all that again because I'm sure that's really riveting for you to listening to it. But I mean, you have to take a look. I mean, look at we don't know of these names. Of these names, when we come back here, and I'm going to be doing the Southern Baseball Daily Podcast in 2021. Um, will Mickey Moniak, Nick Senzel, uh, Ian Anderson, Riley Pint, Corey Ray, A.J. Pook, uh, Braxton Garrett, Cal Quantrill, Matt Manning, and Zach Collins, will any of those names be stars? Or would it be all obscure? Surely someone will become of those top ten picks. Surely someone will be at least a recognizable major leaguer. But I have to say something. As a Red Sox fan, I'm going to be completely contradicting myself. That I read that a lot of people um, the uh, uh, near the beginning of the draft watching a bunch of months ago had Jason Groom as a top um, ten pick. And that there are some people like, all right, he's, you know, he's may have some off the field things. He may have some, he may be uh, flaky or something like that, but he's a top 10 talent. And the Red Sox drafted and there's a part of me who's like, all right, let's see what you got. Okay, Jason Groom, please be good. Please be very good. You know, it's... I'm just going to pull back the little curtain in my life. I'm I'm about to have an absolutely bananas day. Um, and I, I'm going to be all over the place. And my, my emotions are going to be running very, very high in the world that is outside of the Sully Baseball Daily podcast. But I keep doing it because my brother and I had a conversation. Because there's been times that the streak almost ended over the last couple of weeks. And there have been times where I've had to really question, like, all right, why are you doing this? Why are you doing it every day? You know, some days it becomes a obstacle. Some days it becomes a, a, a challenge. Is it, are you doing it because you love doing it? Are you doing it because you want to become super successful? Are you doing it because it's now become a compulsive hobby of yours? Why are you doing this? How much of this is, you know, if you're adding stress to your life, and as, I, as I'm telling you, I am going to have a day where my nerves are going to be stretched and turned and tossed like taffy. 
And I am going to be in several different states. I'm going to be in several different places, several different states, both figuratively and literally. I'm going to be in, in different states of the union and different states of the mind. And when I take a look at these next couple of days, man, oh man, am I going to really do a podcast every single day as well? Well, that's why I bank Evergreen Podcasts. But it's given me some time to stare in the proverbial mirror. And maybe this podcast today is going to be a little different than the other ones, but I'm going to kind of, I'm not going to have a dialogue. Do you know why? Because I'm alone. And if I start having a dialogue, that means I'm schizophrenic. But I am going to open it up to you all here. I want to know what you all are getting out of this. You know, I, I can be very, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? I can be very generous to you all. I can be very open to you all and say, I do it for you, I don't do it for me. I do it to entertain you, no, this isn't for me at all. But that's, that's not true. A lot of this is for me. A lot of this is because I feel good doing this. I like when I get into this mode of doing the podcast. But when there becomes a day, it becomes a chore, I have to dig a little deeper. You know, some days it's just fun as hell. It's like, yep, I'm doing it, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Don't you worry about it. But I want to know what you all get out of this. You know, sometimes I do a podcast that's real kind of meat and potatoes baseball. You know, the other day I did that with, um, when I talked about the Padres. I mean, that was real, roll up your sleeves, let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about what this organization, which I'll admit is not the, you know, most uh, popular team in the world. I know there are San Diego Padre fans out there. I've met many of them. I know some San Diego Padres fans listen to this podcast. But, you know, look me in the eye and say, yeah, when I think about the top 20 most popular franchises, I don't think I'm going to mention the Padres. But I did a whole damn podcast on it. Why? Obviously, I'm not doing it because I'm chasing clicks. Obviously, I'm not doing it because I'm expecting, oh, I hope this trends. I hope I become, I hope I'm on BuzzFeed. I hope, you know, what, what's trending on Twitter? Oh, Sully talk about who the Padres should draft. But I'm really, I want to dig deep. I want to understand baseball in ways and look at it from a different perspective. I do think I look at it from a different perspective, and that, and what I mean by that is that I'm not going to just analyze numbers, but I'm also not going to be a fanboy. I'm going to try to see the game as a whole, and hopefully, if you all are listening to me every day, that you can enjoy the game as a whole as well. I don't expect everyone to listen every day. Some of you may listen every day, and some of you may do catch-up as uh, Mark Blakemore so wonderfully said when I was in England. Trying to make connections here. I'm trying to say, hey, let's... There are ways to watch this game and look at this game beyond just who won and beyond just what's the latest stat and beyond what's the narrative and beyond, you know, my team's best, your team sucks. There's ways we can see what the game means 
psychologically, what the game means culturally, what the main game means spiritually, what the game means scientifically, what the game means just for fun. And I go through that a lot. My brother and I had a big, long conversation about what am I doing with this? Because it's not polished. It's not slick. You know, I don't have a great ear for sound. I just do it into the microphone. If it pops or if, I'm, 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 if there's spit coming out of my mouth, you hear it. And it's, that's kind of all part of it. I want it to be kind of a raw, visceral experience. But what's my end game here? What am I doing? Now, one thing I'm thinking about doing, because I've, I've done 1,300 of these. Now, stop and think what 1,300 podcasts, what that really means. I mean, it's 13, what, what the hell number is this one anyway? I'm, I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, but when you really think about what that means in terms of the, the number of, of episodes I've done, hold on, what, what is this number? This is 1,326. So I've done 1,326 podcasts. Each one of them is, let's just say they average out at about 22 minutes. That's 29,172 minutes. Let's divide that by 60. I've done, oh, almost 487 hours of podcasts. 487 hours of material, of which most of that material, if I go back and listen to it won't mean piddly-poo to anyone. When you talk about previewing the big game, or what you think is going to happen here, or what you think is going to happen there, you know, congratulations listening to that again. So, I think there are things that I talk about that are universal, and I think there are things that I talk about that would survive. So maybe I should just plow through that 400, what, what number did I say again? That uh, 487 hours worth of material. Maybe pull out the best moments and write a book. I'm about to compare myself to Ralph Waldo Emerson. I read Wolf, Raldo, Ralph Waldo Emerson when I was in college. And he wrote some beautiful, very profound things. Unfortunately, they were stuck in a lot of murk. If you ever read Emerson, people quote him like a sentence at a time. And, yeah, those sentences are great. But it, you got to read through a lot of gobbledygook to get them. You know, you, you, you read the best of, Ralph. You don't, you don't read the whole damn thing. If you read the whole damn thing, you'll, 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 you'll pick your eyes out like that scene in the Green Inferno. So, maybe I should do something like that. If I change the format of this podcast, what would you all think? I'm serious, I'm reaching out to you right now. My life may be going through a lot of weird things over the next bunch of months. And if that happens, I gotta know where this podcast sits with it all. This isn't a cry for help. It's a plea for uh, guidance. Or a cry for help, I don't know, one of the two. What would happen if I changed the format of this show? If I didn't do it every day? What if I did it twice a week? Would that affect how you listen to it? What if I did one really good one a week? 
Or what if I just did it sporadically? That when I felt like really inspired to do one, that it was out and it kind of caught you by surprise. Or is the steadiness of this what brings some of you to this podcast? You know, it's funny. I find the steadiness of this easier to do in the off-season when I have my own personal need. So what if this was a once a week during the regular season and then every day in the off-season? I don't know. I'm not saying I want to do that. I'm just saying, what would happen if I did? What, what If I changed up the format, if I changed up how I did this, how would that affect your enjoyment of this show? Because I do keep that in mind when I do this show. You don't believe me? What did I talk about yesterday? I talked about the San Diego Padres and who they were going to draft. Who did I talk about the day before? The day before, I did a whole show about George Steinbrenner and the politics of the presidency and comparing the Donald, Donald Trump as a figure and what George Steinbrenner was as a figure and said, well, how is one absurd and not the other as a presidential candidate? In fact, I think Steinbrenner was a less absurd candidate than Trump. But I talked about those things. What was going on in baseball during those days? During those days, the Red Sox were in town right up the 101 from where I was taping the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. Playing the Red Sox and the Giants. And both of the games were one-run games, thrilling games. One was extra innings, and the other was decided with a home run and a wild final inning. And I didn't talk about it. I didn't bring it up. And that was intentional. Do you know why? Because I wanted to keep that in my back pocket. From the next time someone says to me, you know, all you talk about are the Red Sox and the Giants. You know, you can talk about some of the other teams as well. That I can say, well, you know, when the Red Sox played the Giants, I talked about the Padres. So part of me is keeping what people say in mind. Part of me is thinking about what is it going to be to make this show not only something that you listen to on an impulse, but maybe give it legs? Maybe give it some longevity? Maybe give it beyond just being the fleeting thing for one day? I really didn't expect to talk about this today, but it's been on my mind. Because I'm going through a potential bunch of things that have nothing to do with this podcast that could be big, huge, life-changing things. Nothing bad. I don't have, I don't have a disease or anything like that. No one's, I'm not getting a divorce or anything. So don't, it's nothing like that, but it's just potential large things happening in my life. And this podcast, which has been there for some big changes in my life, starting on April 24, October 24th, 2012, is still going to be there, but I have to give it some thought. How long am I going to do this? Am I going to, I mean, am I going to do 2,000 shows in a row? Am I going to do 10,000 shows in a row? I'm, I kind of need to get some feedback from you, my listeners. This is a weird podcast, I grant you. 
And I've got a whole bunch of shows. I got some great interviews. I got some great topics. I got stuff all lined up. I've got the next seven or eight shows. Some of them are in the can, evergreen. Some of them are written out and ready to go. Don't worry. But every once in a while, this is the equivalent of a PBS pledge drive. And this isn't about money and how can I make Sully Baseball Daily Podcast a money-making enterprise. This isn't about fame. I know I'm not going to become famous. I hope to have a good... I wouldn't mind having a bigger following, but you know what? I, I, I like that the people who follow me follow me because they like what I'm doing, not because I am... Catering is like, oh, well, I got to be more ESPN or I got to be more, and you know, uh, a, a YouTube sensation. I got to be more, what's his face, PewDiePie. I don't want to be PewDiePie. I want to be Sully. But I need your guidance. So what I'm going to ask you to do is this. This is a weird episode. But I'm in a weird place right now. I need you to tweet back to me what you like about this show and what draws you to the show if you listen regularly. And at the end, I want you to hashtag Turkey Club. I don't know why Turkey Club. I like Turkey Club sandwiches and it was the first thing that came to mind. So give me a little guidance. I've got to move forward in this show, but with some big things coming up in my life, i got to know the best way to do it. Because I want to keep enjoying this, but I don't want it to be a burden for me. I want to know what I'm doing right, and maybe I'll focus on that. But either way, I need your advice. What is it you like about the show? And if I change the format of it, would that change how you enjoy it? Give it some thought. And while you're doing it, go to MLBreports.com. Like me on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, all that shit. You can send me a tweet or a Facebook all, and, or on Stitcher on iTunes or SoundCloud or Podbean or other places which I'd better show me that I don't even know where they are. I have an old YouTube channel too. Sully Baseball Daily Podcast is at a crossroad right now, and I need the help of you, the people who are listening in your earbuds. By the way, the music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Having an existential crisis, this has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 10th day of June 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Don't complain about the draft, and you can call me Sully.